right through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, on WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Sadbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Edda is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the Nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us this this is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venter's WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina for this morning's uh, Weekend Gardener. Almost got the name of the show. <laughs> is that possible? Good gracious. No. I'm just, great I get, I'm just so great relaxed. Host. Let me bring him on. The great host, Mike Rayleigh, <laughs> and winner winner of last year's Hall of Fame, NC Broadcasters Hall of Fame, which is quite an honor. And I think a lot of that does with his persistence, his professionalism, and having hosted this wonderful show for almost 40 years. Thank you very much. We need to uh, – hey, Jason – Make it, take that down, send it to me, please. That's uh, our producer. Yeah. Will do. What was it, Lyndon Johnson? <coughs> Lyndon Johnson, when he was sitting in the office, they had a recording system, as we all know. And uh, he used to say, uh, tick that for me, please. 
talking to his secretary down the line uh, just before he talks to whomever he's getting ready, important person he's getting ready to talk to. But thank you very much. Yeah, I, I wasn't the only one. Uh, Bill Leslie and Mick Mixon and uh, Wanda Stark, who was uh, forever, it seemed like, at uh, WXII and Winston-Salem as an anchor there. Well, all the greats were there that day. And uh, it, was, were, it was quite a, quite, quite a deal. Quite you a deal you gave somehow. a very nice, short thank you speech. Well, they told us we only had three minutes, three, three or four you, minutes. You stood with it, and you didn't appear to be nervous. And uh, you looked a little bit white on the face, though. I was. I was. I, I was, uh, I was I very you emotional. Were you were still in shock. Well, I, I stay in shock, but... Well, have they continued to give those shock treatments? Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's uh, what I needed that day. <laughs> I should have I should have had some some alcohol. Yeah, they're sweet, Melissa. I should have had some alcohol. Maybe that would have limbered me up a little bit. <laughs> hey, sweetheart. Sweet Melissa. Sweet Melissa. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that that's what I needed was some some uh, Grey Goose vodka and. Uh, How about cranberry? Cranberry, whatever. I don't know what I needed that day, but thank you. Ten thirteen. Miss Pam Beck is with us. Uh, she's she's sitting in the the queen's chair back at her abode. Is that right? <laughs> Are you sitting in front of the computer with uh, Mike massaging your back, or? No, no, no. Mister Mister Mike has gone out to run his loop at Joiner Park uh, without me today, since I'm under the weather. So. Is he a runner? Yes, he's still a runner. You know, he ran track and field and uh, is in the Track Hall of Fame with Georgia Tech. Yeah. He, he oh, my. How about that? When he was in college. Yeah. I, and um, he still runs. And so uh, he takes me out, usually walks a loop with me, and then he goes and runs his loop still. But he, so was he a long-distance runner? What, what did... Cross country he, or what? Short. He, he was short, short distance. He um, he had several school records. In fact, he ran in the NCAA indoor track and field championships in 1973, um, and he ran in the 800. Then, oh, um, so he okay. Run, he would run anchor leg. He'd run anchor leg for the relays and and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a sprint. Uh, I wonder if he ran upon Forrest Gump anywhere. Um, I don't think Forrest was in uh, in Georgia when we were there. <laughs> He's from Alabama. <laughs> well, he ran all over the country. Yeah, I mean, apparently, I, apparently that's so. True. That's true. I saw that movie again the other night and just enjoyed it so much. You know, you go down to Savannah, Georgia, to that park, that little park there. Yeah. That bench isn't there. Oh. <laughs> bench. Yeah, that movie... Those, those, those movie people didn't put that bench there. Good gracious. Oh, well. I don't know. At any rate, well, little, uh, fun, fun mean, facts about uh, Mike Beck. About Mike Beck. That's right. Bless All right. <laughs> so, uh, does, is, so he's not helping you plant this morning. You don't have anything for him to do no, today? Not or? this morning. The, the, he has been at my garden uh, right arm, though, this week. He's just been a real trooper. We've 
we're having some work done on the front of our house, and so we've had to lift everything out of our front beds and, and uh, by the front steps. And we're talking about very large palmettos and very large hydrangeas and things like that. So between he and I, you know, uh, we, we've wrestled those things out of there. I was going to say manhandled, but there was some woman handling involved, too. But we got them out. Y'all didn't wrestle, did you? Uh, we planted. No, just the plant. Okay. Just the plant. Yeah, we're getting kind of rough out there. But, uh, yeah, sometimes Tony Avent used to talk about uh, really uh, getting down and getting mean with those uh, root root balls sometimes. Just don't let them sit there when you're planting them because you want to stimulate the roots some. And you just can't. uh, They uh, they sit in those pots for so long sometimes. And uh, some do, some, some do. do, some yeah. don't. Of course, um, so you could. But that's the that's the thing, though, is investigate if you buy a new plant. Investigate if the roots like being disturbed or not, because some plants resent having uh, their roots disturbed and may go into transplant shock. Um, which means, like, can you give us an example of a plant that would be like that? Well, let me just say something like, believe it or not, magnolias. You know, magnolias like uh, to be planted in the summertime when the ground is warm. A lot of our tropicals prefer to have warm uh, ground temperatures. And if you plant them at the wrong time of year, they can they can sit and pout for a while. Yeah. And that oftentimes is transplant shock. Some plants will um, lose their leaves. Just, you know, um, a perfect example of that is, Anything that's a houseplant in the ficus family, sometimes just moving that plant from indoors to outdoors or from the garden center into a, a, your home, it can drop its leaves and pout. Um, but, you know, give it time. Let it acclimate like we were sharing with the, the nice lady who called from South Carolina this morning. You know, give your plants a little bit of time this year. They had that, that, that cold snap at uh, Christmas and then there was another cold snap in the spring and some of these things are late to leaf out. Our white oaks have been really late this year I've noticed. We were afraid some of them had died <clears throat> but um, be patient. Be patient. Well, I know things like peonies or peonies if you prefer or uh, daphnes th- things like that don't like to be moved but I guess that's sort of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, would you want to be dug up and moved somewhere? I, I definitely, and Melissa's done that several times, and it's it's just not <laughs> something I want to go through again. There you go. There she's you walked go. away, so she's not hearing me say that. Because <laughs> she listens to the show. I have to be really careful what I say about I, it. My wife has a over 50 years old grapefruit tree that she planted from seed that we move in and out every year. Of course, before we move it out, it drops all of its leaves and makes you think, oh, my God, it's dead. Get it outside. Give it a dose of fertilizer in about two weeks. There it goes again. Yeah. And comes out totally. I don't know. I I, I know about the ficus. I'm sure that's not the only thing that does that, but people should should not go into deep shock if something loses its leaves or some... I, I get people all the time saying I've I've got dark leaves on on my uh, uh, my plant. I say, well, just wait a while. Don't don't cut it down. 
Yeah. It's, it's just losing leaves like we all lose hair. A lot of people have, uh, <laughs> a lot of people have ficus trees too. You know, we get. Uh, do you have a ficus tree, Pam? Oh yeah, we've got several um, that we we haul in and out, you know, of the house, and and they they do not they do not appreciate being moved, but but they do appreciate that summer vacation. I think we all need it, and uh, they need it too. Uh, but Me- Melissa moves me in and out of the house too for seasonally. You have seasonally, <laughs> yeah. Well, Rufus I'm out more than I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, well, you got somebody that drives you crazy. That's a good, good point about um, don't stress it, too, if you see yellow leaves, right? Right now, some of the hollies are shedding their old leaves, and so you see some yellow in there. Yeah, evergreens uh, do that. We, we worry about azaleas that do that. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it on gardenias. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of yellowing right now, and that's just the old leaves falling off. You know, even evergreens shed. And um, so, you know, don't panic. It's like when pine trees drop their pine needles. It's the same kind of thing for these evergreen trees and shrubs. And, uh, you know, just give it give it patience. Give it time. It'll recover. That's right. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. Uh, you as a... Retired politicians certainly know, recovering, uh, Mike. Yeah, Black Cow uh, is helping the environment, uh, just like a good politician would. See how he, how he equates politician with manure. Their process helps to repurpose manure, and I, I'm I'm sure that as we do on this show, you've done many times in in speeches, and I'm that's sure. uh, that's probably what I was doing. Sure. That's probably what I was doing during uh, my Hall sure of Fame speech, was going. repurposing manure. <laughs> that's why I was crying. But uh, black cow is, is definitely environmentally friendly. It, we talk about composting a lot, and you can only compost so much. I mean, you, some people, you know, really, it's really an art sometimes in science also. You can make a really big pile, but it only goes so far because you'll find that you need a lot of a lot of help, a lot of uh, of, uh, of great compost, and you can't make it all. So rely on folks like Black Cow. And Black Cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils, for instance. And it helps to retain moisture, too. And, boy, I'll tell you, we, we, will, uh, we have droughts around here. In fact, uh, some areas of North Carolina are back into a drought. The, the topsoil gets so dry so quickly because of evaporation rates as we get warmer. And your lawn, flower beds, vegetable gardens will get off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better with sun and water and black cow. For more details, check out their wonderful website, Black Cow, and that's spelled with a K, blackcow.com. More of the Weekend Gardener from the Aluminum Company of North Carolina coming up. It's 1022. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. 
It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. And we have run it into the ground today, I think, uh, here at the Aluminum Company. We apologize, Donna. I, I'm just going on and on and on, and I, I, I forgot you were there. It's, it's tougher when we're out in the field. Jason's very nice. He doesn't yell in my ear or anything, and, and I can see the lights uh, blinking in the studio, So, uh, but not here. Donna, uh, how's everything in Creedmoor? Everything's great. Creedmoor never congratulated you, so this is your congratulations, Mike. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I do have a problem. Uh, I have a wax myrtle that apparently did not enjoy the wet weather, and it's growing limbs. You can see limbs and then fresh growth at the end of the limbs. What can I do to treat it? It seems to be doing fine, but it's struggling. Pam, do you, uh, do you have any I, ideas I, on that? Sorry, I didn't hear the I didn't hear the question, Mike, because of the background noise. Can you repeat what plant and what her problem is? Yeah, it's a it's I'll, a wax okay. myrtle, uh, Donna, right? Yeah, it's a wax myrtle. It does not bloom, and it's gorgeous. It has suffered some um, insect damage and yeah. survived. Now the limbs, you can see the limbs are growing out, and you've got the new growth at the end. So I'm wondering if I need to help the plant out, if it has been damaged by all the rain, or if it just needs a boost. So are there are there leaves all up and down the limb, or just at the end? There are leaves all up and down the limb, mm. but you can see the limb. Normally it's full. So yeah, so it's just not as yeah. it's just not as full with with leaves that it is, and she says she's had some insect damage, Pam. But okay, um, all right, and we're talking about a wax myrtle. Wax myrtle, which are pretty reliable. Uh, yeah, does it get full sun, Pam? I mean, uh, Donna. Oh, oh yes. Uh huh. Okay, if it's in full sunlight and it's getting plenty of moisture, then those dormant buds, those latent buds that are along the branch may flush oh my God, yeah. later on. Most definitely. Okay. Love that. <laughs> okay, how about fire ants? I moved a pot and I had a bunch of black, I guess they're fire ants. That turns me on. Ants attack me and I still have welts and white spots over me. Can I dump the dirt out and where do I put the dirt? To replace okay, again, got, um, there's I, so much background talk, and, and Ru- I heard Rufus, but um, but I did not hear, um, did you say? Fire ants. Fire uh, ants? You, have, you have fire ants, and you want to get rid of the fire ants, right? Yes, uh, they're in, in a all nutshell. of the pots. I would like to Are they the in pot. a container? Is that what you said? Are they getting into a container? That's what you're saying, right? Yes. Near a container, okay. Okay, um, well, then... Do not reuse that soil because um, they're, you know, and be very, very careful. Oh, fire ant bites are extremely painful. Yes. Um, I would be, I would be waiting to, and very carefully if you could take that away from where, you know, you want your plantings to be. You could dump that, you know, over and out but be very careful because they those little things are tiny and they will hold on and they will bite you um but yeah i would not reuse the soil 
that they have been in because they will have all kinds of tunnels and eggs and and queen, uh, queen and some princesses coming along behind. So, um, how do I, I get rid of very, them? How do I? Where do I dump? Well, them? there are there are ant um, killers, but it would have to be um, a, a either a bait or a drench. Yeah, like the uh, the Am- Amdro I know makes uh, products that you actually kind of make a perimeter. Uh, you you pour it as granular and pour it uh, around the anthill. You don't disturb the anthill because uh, it'll make a break. Pot. I, I want to take the dirt out of the pot. Yeah. Well, they're 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 coming out of the ground to to go to the pot, aren't they? Uh, yes. And they're probably going in, and that's the reason lifting that pot up might help. But fire ants are going to climb. They can climb up the yeah. side of that pot yeah, or come right. up through the bottom. Hold, hold on a second, uh, Donna, and we'll we'll get back. We got to go do some news, and we'll we'll ponder this ant ant uh, fire ant problem coming up. We're at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina with a WPTF Weekend Gardener. Earth-winded fires. We sit here and wait for the food trucks at uh, the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. And the uh, uh, the food trucks have arrived. And uh, I know shrimp. You can get shrimp tacos from one. There's a lot of shrimp here and there. Uh, I don't. We, we'll uh, we'll talk to Sammy and find out more about what else they have. But right now they have uh, biscuits from. And uh, lots of things. Uh, did you have a sausage biscuit, Rufus, from uh, Bojangles? I, I had the uh, hot chicken biscuit. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, and by uh, the way, uh, is there anybody out there that can remember that old song, The Shrimp Boat, Sir, Come In, There's Dancing Tonight? Mike said he couldn't remember it. You had, to get, would you, you had to get that in again? I'm sure that somebody out there remembers that song, and I think... Well, who said You said I, Dinah Shore? I think Dinah Shore. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to. Be you don't verified. sound at all like Donna Shore, so I, I guess that's why it didn't. I'm trying to be verified here. <laughs> it's catchy though. That's a real catchy tune. Kind of like uh, acapella from the Andy Griffith Show. Acapella, acapella. <laughs> I'll remember the rest. <laughs> all right, uh, back to Donna. And uh, do you have any thoughts, Rufus, on uh, fire ants? Yes, I've, I've I've had no problem. With the commercial uh, granular kind that you pour outside of the hole, and they, they come up, they carry it down, and take care of it. But you, you can't disturb the, uh, so look around and see if you have uh, some adjacent, some hills, and uh, you want to try to get rid of them from wherever they're, they're coming from, uh, Donna. 
and then maybe they won't go in your pot, and you can they'll go somewhere else. I, I, I agree. And Rufus, yes, I know the song well, and I love it. Sure, thanks for coming. Uh, I have a six-foot strip of wood, and they're in every single pond. Do I have to dump them all out, put the granular down in the wooded area, start over? I don't, I, I don't think so. Okay. So I'll just treat one area. I mean, yes, I kill every mound that comes up. And I appreciate your help. You guys are awesome. I have so much fun with you every Saturday morning. Well, I appreciate you being a part of this show there, Donna. Yeah, is, it, is this my Donna? No, this is not Donna from Zebulon, no, who used to be a police officer. She see your Donna. Yeah. Well, thank you. I I, I accept. We, we have. How about that, Rufus? Have a lady named Donna that was a, one of the the first female police officer uh, hired by I believe Zebulon. Yeah. So uh, yeah, she's well, she's you're, in you're the now, daily. You're club. now adopted, Donna. Yeah, Donna from Creedmoor. Yeah, Donna from Creedmoor. I used to work for Captive Air with Bob Luddy, and we used to come to all of your events. Oh, wow, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I remember Bob. Yeah, He's, he's built a lot of schools. Built a lot of stuff. He loves food systems. Yeah. He was, he was a dear friend of Bill Carl, too. Yes, he was. Bill, Bill actually got the dude in business. Yep. I, yep. I remember when they uh, sold mules right there on Main Street in, in uh, there was a stable. Oh, funny story. Right in, in Creedmoor. Yep, I'm a realtor here, and I sold an old house on Highway 15, and they had a white horse that when the trains would come in and drop the mules off downtown Creedmoor, the guy would whistle for the horse. The horse would quietly walk up down 15, up to Main Street, get in front of the mules, make a U-turn, and every mule would follow them back to back to back. He would lead them into the pasture, a pasture, and they would close the gate. <laughs> oh, my. Isn't that wonderful? That's great. Yeah, it's so Danny smart. Em- yeah, Danny Emery told me that. He lived there, and he lived on the farm, and I think that's the coolest vision. I and know. I have a friend who said if you're riding a horse, a mule, and a white horse comes by, the mule will follow the horse, and she was on an Appaloosa, and a mule, a mule and an Appaloosa came by, and her mule started to follow the Appaloosa. Oh, well, they had well, uh, yeah, just passed the Ap- word. On that Appaloosa, you had black and white. Yeah. yeah That's a beautiful horse. Probably more white. But thanks, uh, guys. I thank you, Donna. Thank you so much. Yeah, give our best to everybody there in Creedmoor. I'll do her. Have a blessed day. Yeah, thank you. Uh, all right, uh, let's go to uh, Herb. Herb, good morning. You're on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Good morning, Mike, Rufus, and Pam. How are you? We are great. Where are you Where are you today? Are you in Durham? or? No, I'm on the River Charles. And, uh, not, not oh, you're great. in Boston? Yeah, yeah, I'm in Cambridge. Not the happiest day for uh, two generations of Tar Heels, but that's uh, where it goes, I suppose. Uh, yeah, are you lecturing at Harvard? No, my granddaughter is trying to decide whether she wants to go to Harvard, Duke, or Carolina, and right now I'm not winning, I don't think. 
So well, you were I, I you were sent as an emissary. Yeah. How about that? Well, I can make a recommendation, well, Herb. Carolina sounds the best. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's well, what uh, Herb, if it'll help you any, my daughter did her undergrad at Carolina and her master's at Harvard, and they're both <laughs> excellent schools. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, I don't. I didn't know. I don't know what to talk about. Whether I should talk about running, which is a favorite of mine, or mules. But I will get to the garden. <laughs> Is there anything blooming in Boston today? Well, you know, I'm 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 here at the River Charles, and the there are a few trees, but the oaks and the deciduous ones they're not having it. I mean, they're just not having it. Yeah, fair as can be. So wow. I think there are a couple of slight blooms here, but uh, it's kind of drab. To be honest with you, compared to where it is in in North right. Carolina, most yeah. part. But anyway, it's nice. It's nice. Uh, uh, there's a few crew crews going up and down the river here. But the reason I before I left, I finally put in some tomato plants, and I know people are doing that, and we all have those old recommendations. But I thought I'd go in another direction. Uh, right now, the plants look great, I assume. But pretty soon, you'll want some tomatoes. So I want to remind people to uh, get that calcium, carp, calcium in in those tomatoes. Um, everybody used eggshells. Before I left, I crushed up some in the blender, uh, not just for the calcium, but to keep the worms and slugs and things off of them. Uh, a couple of other things that I do with my tomatoes is I trench them. So I take all the leaves off except the very top ones, trench them so the roots will be up and down the stem, and the Something else that some people don't think about is the potassium, and that is I do not throw away banana peels. I, I either compost them or make banana tea, uh, peel tea. Uh, that, that seems to help them a lot. And wow. the thing, Rufus, Rufus does something different with his milk, but uh, I don't throw sour milk out either. I just pour it on the uh, tomato plant soil. Yeah, but, but, uh, buttermilk, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the other buttermilk. Yeah, so anyway, those are a couple things I did. Before well, I well Herb, I agree with you about the uh, banana peels. I compost them and I put them in, in with the tomatoes, and it seems to be very nice. Yeah, and Rufus, if you, uh, if you get too many banana peels, we eat them every day. You just uh, blend them up and... Uh, Cook them up, and there you go. You're good to go. Yeah, huh. Just don't leave any on the doorstep. <laughs> no. Oh, my. Oh, my. Look, have a great day, and uh, Mike, uh, say a prayer that things will work out in the direction that I want. But I, w I will. I absolutely will. <laughs> All right. You all take care. Thank you so much, Herb. And back safe. Yeah, back safe. Oh, yeah. Give give everybody at Harvard my best. Oh, we'll do it. We'll do it. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Uh, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Sammy Hanna is with us. Sammy, do you, you want some of this black cow? I don't know. They're breath mints. Uh, I don't know if they're licorice or they're black. We got all kinds of black. I saw you had uh, the keychain. What do you think of the keychain? I was just asking about black cow, and I hear they're a large fertilizer company. 
Yeah. So but I'm yeah, that's shocked the, that they that's get, the whole they're thing giving away breath, they're giving away breath mints instead of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They yeah. they've got it. Uh, they know their marketing here. They do. So uh, at any rate, so, uh, so do you folks. Uh, a lot of people coming in. It's nice. It's, it, uh, it's always like a family reunion. It's it is, and we try and keep it that way. And that's the nice thing about being family owned and operated. Is that we try and keep that family atmosphere and that old-fashioned family service. Yeah, and so. uh, there are a lot of new people too because people pass it along. Of course, you, uh, you you folks have been advertising. I guess Mr. Monsignor Senior uh, probably started advertising with us back in the '60s. He did. Yeah, Jeff's dad started advertising back in the '60s, and then Jeff actually grew it and. Uh, marketing went up, and me and Jeff grew it together as the That's years right, progressed. Because uh, I go back with Jeff to the 96. Jeff took over the company in 84, and I joined him in 96. And oh, then uh, Jeff was able to, to take a sabbatical and retire at uh, 2018. Yeah. So, But we're keeping on the family legacy. Ryan's still here working away. And Jeff actually came in and did some uh, radio spots the other day for us so he's still he's still somewhat involved and likes to keep his finger on the pulse here at the aluminum company he wants to be able to do what he wants to do he does but at least he's able to enjoy his retirement now too which is good yeah that's what we work for and that's what we strive for you want you want your legacy and your business to continue on but you want to be able to enjoy your life too well he's done that he built uh and his dad too they built great businesses absolutely uh, y'all are are keeping it going in great style. We're going to keep the customer service aspect going, and we're going to keep the business going and keep our homeowners happy and taken care of. And everything for the exterior of your home is available here, and uh, you will find some really quality products. Uh, we only sell quality products because we've got to maintain and help you service it. So we want to, we want to give you products that are going to last, be well-maintained, and uh, give you an, a, a good, energy-efficient product for your home. You uh, have a pretty good warranty, too. We do. Most yeah. of our products come with lifetime warranties or extended manufacturer's warranties. Because of our, our agreements with our manufacturers, we can offer extended warranties on certain products. Mm-hmm. Well, you have uh, good eats today, too. We do. The food truck's actually in, in, in full effect. Vans Burgers is ready to go. They're starting to serve as we speak, I think, now. Uh, ben and Jerry should be here any minute now. Wow. And, of course, we want everybody to get here before 4 o'clock. We're going to do the drawing for those big gift certificates at the end of the day. And this is a drawing that includes people from yesterday who came into the open house and today. So that, uh, you know, that, that limits it some. It, it does limit it some. It's only people that can that come and fill out the paperwork to uh, put their name in the hat. If you're better, those are good odds. Those are great odds. That's <laughs> why I said it's better than better odds than the Powerball. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so and we're giving away four gift certificates today, 2500 1500 1000 and 500 that you can use towards any any products here at the aluminum company. And these doors and windows are custom made. Everything we do is custom made. Yeah. We 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 once you make your decision with us, we send a measure specialist out to measure your opening and everything's custom made to fit your home. Now Rufus is probably the only one among us who has tailored suits. I don't know, you may, but uh, we we don't all have tailored things. This is tailored for this, our home. This is tailored for your home, yes. You look uh, perplexed. You so don't have any tailored every, suits? Everybody can get tailored now. I didn't know they did it in Velk's basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ray. It's great to be here. Thanks for coming. We appreciate y'all coming and, out. And, and thanks for the gift certificate for the Super, super kids. kids. 
great cause, and you're welcome, and uh, glad we could be there to support. All right. Thank you so much, Sammy. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, and you can get your uh, your own copy of the Weekend Gardener new magazine that uh, has just come out, and they have them here at the Aluminum Company, 919-860-9783. By the way, the Shrimp Boat song is from 1951. It was Joe Stafford, not Dinosaur. I, I am corrected, <laughs> but uh, Shrimp Boats are coming, yes. All right, uh, Tammy is in uh, Rougemont. Tammy? Good morning. Yes, ma'am. How can we help you? Um, very quickly, we have some iris that have been in the ground for maybe six to ten years. They come up every year, but they don't bloom. Uh-oh. You, you need to divide them, Tammy. Oh, yeah? Are they maybe not getting enough sun, do you think? or No. You, you, well, you need to divide them. After about three, three or four years, they're going to dwindle every time, and I'm, I'm guilty of that. Uh, they've, if you never, d- they've, they've never... They've never... Oh, they've never bloomed? What do you think, uh, Pam? Oh. Couple, yeah, there's a couple of things that could be wrong. And, Tammy, you, you hit on probably the, the main thing is iris love full sunlight. They like okay. full hot all day as much as you can give yep. them out in the middle of the field sunlight. And so the more sunlight, the better. I agree with Rufus about right. dividing them. If they've been in six to ten years, you need to lift them. Now's not a bad time to do it if they're not if they don't have any buds on them anyway. But the main thing is is plant them very very shallow. Where I'm assuming you're talking about the German bearded iris. Tammy, hello, hello. Yes, hello. Sorry. That's <laughs> uh, all right. Tammy, uh, when you come great. when you come on this show, you got to pay attention now. Is that what your teacher that. used to tell you? <laughs> or what, we, she, what she asked we Pam asked was, are they bearded iris? Old-fashioned bearded iris. I don't know if we lost. We may have lost Tammy. Cell phones do that. So uh, we're not sure, Pam, if it's bearded iris. But uh, any other any other information you can, can give to uh, Tammy from Rougemont? Do we have anybody? I think we lost Pam, too. Did we lose Pam, too? Oh, okay. We lost we lost her and Pam. How about that? Now, Pam, Pam, you need to call back, or we need to get in touch with her, because she, she's got to say goodbye, at least. Tammy, I'm sorry about that. Uh, call, us, call us back right quick. You know, uh, it's... Uh, We've had some beautiful spring days. Pam was talking about that earlier in the show, and uh, everything's blooming. But there's a lot of wildlife damage out there, too. Nothing is more infuriating than waiting all winter for flowers to bloom, only to have plants devoured by hungry deer. It's so disappointing when bunnies eat the tender foliage of newly emerging perennials, and squirrels can uh, drive you absolutely nuts with their chewing and digging. Fortunately, you can prevent wildlife damage with Imos Garden repellents made right here in the Triangle area. Imos Garden repellents are made with natural ingredients and botanical oils and will keep the deer and rabbits from eating your flowers and plants. Imos Garden repellents are simple to use, long-lasting, and don't need to be reapplied after every rain. Isn't that nice? And they're available as sprays, granular, and money-saving concentrates. You can learn more about protecting your garden from pests by visiting imustgarden.com. 
want to buy Imos Garden, they're available at uh, any of the great local garden centers and hardware stores around the state. And uh, today, Imos Garden products are on sale at Southern States and Carborough. And for a very good reason, Southern States and Carborough is proudly celebrating their 100 years of service with storewide specials, including 20% bucket sale. Grab a bucket, fill it and uh, get 20% off whatever you can fit into a bucket, and that includes I Must Garden products. So come by Southern States and Carborough today and take advantage of big savings and big deals. Today only at Southern States in Carborough. Hey, Madison, come here a second. Madison from WBBB. No, come to the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you a gardener? I, my husband's the gardener in our okay, family. Okay, that's what somebody told me. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good at it. Yeah. Take take this to him. Thank from, you. From Black Cow. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll love this. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing okay? You're going to be I'm out here good. for a while? Yeah, I am. Okay. I am. I'm going to old Madison out. fans. And Matt, I don't know if this place is big enough for Matt. <laughs> Matt, Matt, I can hear him, and I'm doing my news, cranking out news. Matt's in there howling. <laughs> Every day, howl- every day. I don't know what's wrong with him, but we we got a, a lot of the the uh, Curtis Media Group stations yeah. out here. Is this, yeah. the, is this the famous Madison? This is Madison. <laughs> this is Rufus Edmondson, by the oh, way. How are you? Hi there, Madison. So good to meet you. That's right. Thank you. I mean, she looks like she was wondering if there was a real Rufus. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder that sometimes. Well, yeah. But do you want to sing uh, the Shrimp Boat song again? Or? Do it. Do well, it. That, that's a little old. Do line. it. Do Joe, it. Joe, the Shrimp Boats are coming. There's dancing tonight. Joe Stafford, 1951. Yeah, we I had like said it. a guy stop by and say it's Joe Stafford. It's not Donna Shore. I, I said Donna Shore. <laughs> Joe Stafford. Obviously, everybody in here knows Joe Stafford. Apparently so. You know, I think Donna Shore is more famous. I love Donna Shore. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Madison, thank you, and My thank pleasure. your husband you. for uh, gardening. Oh yeah, when does he I, listen when, to the show? He does. Okay, and I, I've taken him the magazine. He thinks it, it, I, I'm famous when I know you guys. <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? He has low expectations. <laughs> but he's done some great things. I'll have to bring you some pictures of I, the yard. I would love to. Yeah, thank yeah. you, thank you. Bring him with you uh, ne- next fall when we do a remote here. Bring him with you. You got it. All for right. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm worried about Matt over there. He's just, uh, he's too full of energy, especially that early in the morning when we're all there. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Did we get Pam back? Yes, I'm here, Mike. Pam, did you get mad at me and just hang up? Or? No, darling. No, no, no. It was the strangest thing. The phone line just went dead. And when yeah, I guess that's what happened to Tammy, too. Anything to add about Tammy's yeah, problem? I, I did want to go ahead and answer the rest, if Tammy's still listening, of what I was trying to say is that, yes, uh, it's sunlight, but also plant those things really high. Just rough up the dirt and set that rhizome on top of it and nestle yeah. it in a little bit. They don't like to be mulched, and they do like to be hot and, and high. All right. Uh, do, we still, do we still have Joe on? Joe, are you with us? Hello. I guess, yeah, Joe, we we got a couple of minutes for you. How are you? Yeah, yeah you've already covered what I was going to talk about. Uh, Rufus was talking about shrimp boats are coming. and that was the <laughs> They're coming out of the woodwork with this stuff. I never heard it a song. 
But is that what is that in your top ten, Joe? Uh, no, uh, I don't think so. But it, it's before your time. You see, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I remember Joe Stafford. Now, I, I did a show late at night, and actually Charlie Gaddy did it many years before in the 60s. It was called Night Song. And so uh, we played records and took requests, and we played stuff like Joe Stafford, some of the easy listening stuff between 11 and midnight. Yeah, so at any rate, that's as close as I got to Joe well, Stafford. Joe, thank you. thank you for backing me up that there was such a song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's but it's not in his top ten. <laughs> you guys have a good weekend. All right, Joe, take it easy. You going to you going down to eat in, in uh, Meadow today? I'm sitting here in the parking lot now waiting for him to open. Oh, my goodness. You do some business with those folks, don't you? Oh, yeah. We get down here three or four times a month. How about that? Well, thank you for calling, my friend. Thanks for being a part of the show. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Take care. You too. Yeah, that's a. Have you ever eaten at that restaurant in Meadow? I certainly have. That's it's a famous restaurant. Yeah, yeah a lot of people eat there. The, uh, Cliff Joyner saying in the day. Is, yeah. What What does Cliff have to say look today? Deep into nature, and then you will understand everything better. How appropriate for the garden show? How appropriate for the garden show? Yeah. That's right. What, are you taking a pill, or is that uh, I must go? I mean, a uh, black cow. That's black cow. What does it taste like? Black cow. Does it taste like black cow? <laughs> that's not gonna. Yeah, it's a breath mint. Breath mint that's black. Yeah, how about that? Not bad. Not bad huh? Okay. Well, he, he's got he's got some store bought teeth. Mm. I will have if I keep this up. <laughs> well, thanks to the folks at the uh, aluminum company for having us out today. Come on out until 4 o'clock today. They have lunch. Uh, ben and Jerry's ice cream is setting up now. So uh, please come join us. They'll still have some biscuits uh, from Bojangles if you prefer. And lots of uh, people to help you. Lots of great products. Anything for the exterior of your home. You can find here and great quality products with fantastic warranties, and it's hard to find. So uh, come come join uh, all the folks here today. Thanks uh, to uh, Nate and thanks to Jason back at the station for helping us so much uh, get this show on the air. Uh, we'll see you next uh, weekend. The folks from the Botanical Gardens and Phil Campbell will join us in the studio next week on the Weekend Gardener. <laughs>